0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you will say you will become free? And Jesus replied, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains. So if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. We know all these statements. We've heard it many times. The truth shall make you free. And yet I don't think that's a statement most people honestly believe at their hearts. I'm sure if you've ever raised children, you know how difficult it can be to teach them to tell the truth at times. And you have that little four-year-old You hear a crash, you walk into the kitchen, you see the cookie jar is all shattered all over the place. No one else is around and you ask them, did you do it? And their first reply is, no. It's not easy to think that the truth makes you free. Seems more often that the truth will imprison you. If you actually tell what you've done, if you actually admit to your mistakes, your job could be lost. You could find yourself arrested or imprisoned. You could find yourself out of whatever circumstance you want. You could find people angry at you. Now, it's difficult. It's also difficult to point out the truth of others, to point out where they are wrong, even when they've most certainly gone against what is God's word, and they've sinned, and they've given in to temptation. you ever tried to confront someone? To tell them what is wrong, either it comes out as one who's gloating, as wanting to put them in their place because in your heart of hearts you think you're better than them, or you don't want to confront them because, again, that can cause a loss of friendship. Maybe it can cause difficulties. And then, of course, and I didn't list it in the outline, but what's really difficult is to admit the truth about yourself. Oh, sure, we'll admit and we'll confess our sins like we did, just did. I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I've done and by what I haven't done. But who of us truly believes we are sinners? Oh, well, I'm sure there's some who do. There are those times where we are confronted by our sins and the truth confronts us avidly and we are crushed by what we've done. Yet so often, we just ignore it. I'm forgiven. It doesn't matter. It's not that bad. We can look at the Ten Commandments and go through it and argue how, well, maybe I've spoken a few untrue words. Maybe I've had some impure thoughts. Maybe I've skimmed a little where I shouldn't. I took a couple deductions from my taxes. I didn't pay my whole share. I got away with something. We do not like the truth, because the truth hurts. And I think another part of it is, we ask, what are we freed from? What is freedom? The truth will make you free. Free from what? Is it freedom from pain? Is it freedom from being uncomfortable? Is it freedom from having life be bad? There's a lot of ways we can get we can avoid the pain of this life. There's ways we can artificially make it go away. There's plenty of things out there that we can get caught up in, plenty of addictions that just offer to make the pain easier whether we're talking about something like alcohol or even drugs, or whether we're talking about finding pleasures that we really shouldn't be getting into. But is that what it means to be free? That the Lord says you will not have any difficulties in this life? Does freedom mean doing whatever you want, having no restrictions? Does it mean that you can just go out and have fun, Find whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want. Does freedom mean that you can simply speak your mind? Tell everyone what's right there. Does it mean that it's a freedom to have your way be the way that everyone should follow? That you are never wrong? Does freedom mean that you are always the one who knows everything and maybe an idea that's more modern than at other times, is freedom a freedom where you're not bothered by others, where you can not have to worry about what other people think about you, what they say, maybe truths they put forth. It can be difficult. This life is full of burdens. Some are brought about by sin. Some are brought about by truth, actually, So, what is true freedom? I find it interesting what the Israelites, the Jews who believed in Jesus, these are the ones who had listened to him, who abided by his word, the ones who followed him. So, this isn't the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Listen to what they say. I started the sermon with it. We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. I find those words incredible. Because just from a, point, from a historical point of view, they're wrong. We know what happened in, in the scriptures after Abraham. There was going to Egypt and being enslaved in Egypt for four centuries. There was the constant wars of, of the Canaanites and the Hittites and all of them who had come in and placed their burdens upon them during those times afterwards, after they'd been in the promised land. Even during the times of King David and King Solomon, there were many a times there were those who came in. To be sure, Solomon's reign was a reign of peace, but shortly thereafter, the kingdom was split, divided. And even in that very day, they were under the yoke of the Romans. What did they think they were free from? Well, they they certainly had, like we do today, the ability to go around and, Do commerce interact with who they want, marry who they wanted, and such things? But Jesus points out where all of this makes the mistake is looking at freedom from the point point of view of this world, looking at peace from a worldly point of view, where peace and freedom are the thoughts that you can do whatever you want, that you can speak what you want, that you can avoid what you want. That's not what true freedom is. Because we know what ultimately happens in this life. We know that in this fallen world where it leads to, we've seen it time and time again. And every day we realize we are approaching that as well. Because we are still under judgment in this age. We are still fallen men and women. We are ones who have sinned against God. The judgment of God stands that he who sins must die. We are slaves of Satan, and therefore we are also slaves of sin and death. Death is ever approaching, and we desire to avoid it at all costs. Whether it's by ignoring it, by being caught up in the pleasures and the passings of this age, whether we try to fight it, whatever it is, We are under the yoke of death. But today, we hear the message of our Lord. The words of our Lord ring forth. So if the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Our Lord came for one reason. The reason that was announced to Adam and Eve so many years ago even as they had rebelled against God for the first time. A promise that had been repeated to Abraham, to Jacob, to Moses, to David, to Solomon, and then proclaimed widely by God himself when he became a man and dwelt among us. Jesus came to do what we dare not want to do, he came to die in our place. He came to take our place on the cross of Calvary. He came to destroy and to free us, to destroy death and to free us by its bondage and its yoke, by giving himself into it. We are slaves of sin, that's why temptation is so strong. We are slaves of Satan. And his voice echoes in our ears. It is the voice we hear when it says, did God really say? It is the voice we hear when it says, how about this? It is the voice we hear when it says, don't worry about what is to come. Just focus on today. But a much greater voice echoes forth. That the words of Satan are a lie. They're not a truth. They're a falsehood. They don't give life. Because how can the God of death, or sorry, how can he who is of death bring life? All Satan can do is destroy. All Satan can do is separate us from life. All Satan can do is kill. And his lies lead to that place. And so the voice of God speaks forth. The word of our Lord comes to us, which is truth. Yes, we are sinners. And it hurts to say, it hurts to confess. But our Lord has given us the means by which that that hurt and that death is healed. Sin leads to death. No matter how much we struggle, we can't save ourselves. But Jesus is life. It's not something that we earn. It's not something that we have achieved. It's not something that we have righted. No, instead our Lord has come to us and given us salvation. By going to the cross of Calvary, he endured death in our place. He paid for our sins. And on that marvelous third day, he proclaimed and walked forth from that tomb, showing us, proclaiming to us, proclaiming to the world that death has been destroyed, that he is the author of life, and in him there is no death. You've been given the gift of salvation. You are a child of God. You have been washed clean of your sins. Freedom doesn't mean life is going to be easy. Freedom doesn't mean that we can get our own way. Freedom doesn't mean that we will never have problems. What freedom means is you are forgiven. Freedom means that you are saved. Freedom means that God himself dwells in you by his spirit. And freedom means that death has no power over you. There will come the day when freedom means we are freed from pain and sorrow. There will come the day when freedom means that we shall do exactly what we want to do, because what we want to do will be nothing less and nothing more than the will of God, to love him with our whole heart, soul, and mind, to love our neighbor as ourself. Freedom means that there will come the day when we stand before him, And rejoice in the words we hear from him, from our neighbors, from all. And freedom means that even now, today, we are not left on our own, but he gives us his strength. He comes to us personally. He is here this very moment for our salvation. Where two or three are gathered, there I am amongst you, and I will never abandon you nor forsake you. This is the message that Martin Luther was given and the Reformation. This is the message that shone a light into his life when all else led to despair and to death. This is the message that rang forth like a wildfire in the 1500s and which continues to this day. Not because Martin Luther was any different than you or me, he was a sinner like you and me, but because God's word is greater than anyone God's word is the truth, and God's word sets you free now and always. Amen. Your eyes. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We remain.